Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Sometimes it causes me to tremble. Were you there when they laid him in the tomb? Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In the 19th chapter of John's Gospel, we have the account of what took place leading to Christ being nailed to the cross, as well as what happened while he was there. Words uttered by his enemies, and the words our Savior spoke. Then we read that due to the approaching Sabbath, the people were in a hurry to take him down from the cross. It's a great irony that they were so concerned about obeying a Sabbath command, yet eagerly crucified the Lord of the Sabbath. Though intending to break Christ's legs to speed things up, that didn't happen. Scripture had to be fulfilled. Not a bone of him shall be broken. A soldier did, however, fulfilling yet another scripture, pierce his side. Christ Jesus was crucified, dead, and now he'd be buried. Here, John's Gospel, chapter 19, verses 38 through 42. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, But a secret one, for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate granted permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus, who had first come to him by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen wrappings with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews." Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. Therefore, because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Two men took away the body of Christ from the crime scene and then prepared his body for burial. One, Joseph of Arimathea, was a member of the Sanhedrin. He is mentioned in all four Gospels for his part in the burial of Christ, but we don't read about him anywhere else in all of Holy Scripture. The other man, Nicodemus, we met in John chapter 3. He was a Pharisee, a ruler among the Jews. Both men were guilty of fearing men, the religious leaders in particular. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, and Joseph of Arimathea, we are told, was a disciple, but a secret one for fear of the Jews. We know that Joseph was wealthy, and we read in Luke 23, 51, that he was waiting for the kingdom of God. Now, while we must recognize the failing of both men, we also must recognize their courage and their faithfulness seen in this act. Both men risked a lot to do what they did. After Jesus' body was prepared for burial, he was laid in a tomb, a new tomb that was in a garden, 
a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. This was to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy in chapter 53, verse 9. His grave was assigned with wicked men, yet he was with a rich man in his death. Christ was dead and buried. There were some women who were looking on and saw where the Lord of glory was laid. These same women would return to the tomb very early on the first day of the week. They returned in order to anoint the dead body of their master. But he wasn't there. The one who was crucified, dead, and buried was not there. He had risen, just as he said. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 